What's up? It's Caroline with the As Always podcast. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year's. This episode is so cool to do because I genuinely was trying to think of a little bonus episode to do in between the series, and I was like, oh, I just don't know what to do. And it's Christmas. Christmas, of course, is I'm a Christian. This is a Christian podcast. Why wouldn't I do one for Christmas? So I was in the shower, and I had one of my shower epiphanies. If you know me, you know this happens all the time. And I was like, why wouldn't I just do something about Christmas? And of course, you know, if you're not a Christian, Christmas can be very different. Um, so the two things that I think of when it comes to Christmas is God and gifts. So we're going to put those two things together and just talk about the gifts that God has given us, not only as Christians, but as individuals and what that has looked like for me personally throughout 2020. Because I think we're all, we all know, and we're well aware that 2020 has been a crazy year. You know, with COVID, it's been election year. We're all, we've all been struggling in some way, shape or form. But I've been super thankful and super blessed this year amidst all the craziness. And my friends know me and know that I tend to be, I used to be a really big pessimist and I wasn't very optimistic. And I, that's changed a lot for me recently. I'm a much more positive person than I used to be, but definitely through the years, throughout high school and freshman and sophomore year of college, if you would have asked me, how was this past year? I would have told you every single year worst year of my life this was the worst year of my life I would have said that all four years of high school freshman sophomore year this is my third year of college um I'm graduating a year early um so this is my last year in college and just this past semester and this season of COVID even though it's been so difficult and hard and different it genuinely has been like some of the best times of my life and I never thought that I would look back and say that but I'm so thankful for the growth that has come out of 2020 um we're gonna go into 2021 and I know we're all so excited to be done with 2020 but to be realistic you know the things that we've been struggling with in 2020 are still gonna follow us into 2021 COVID's not going anywhere politics aren't going anywhere our personal struggles aren't going anywhere so it's super important to just remain strong in our foundation with the Lord and to carry on in 2021 and being optimistic and knowing that we are equipped and we are able to handle whatever life has to throw at us. I'm super excited for this episode and I just want to jump right into it and kind of just talk about the gifts. We're going to start with kind of the gifts as Christians that we are given that I don't think about as much as I should. Um, One thing that I learned a lot this year, especially during the election in church, is as Christians, we are given the grace and the ability to kind of step outside of the world and look at it in our own view that God has given us because, you know, we, I kind of talked about this before. Um, if you listen to another one of my episodes, but I go to new spring and our pastors are amazing. And one of our pastors talked about how we have the grace of living on this like razor's edge when it comes to a lot of things in life. Because we don't have to pick a side because our side is God. Our side is not right or left, forward or back. It is up and is with the Lord. So that's one thing that I found a lot of peace and a lot of grace in this year. Um, And if you haven't read through Romans, I really enjoy Romans because it really does give you a lot of insight on what it looks like to be Christian and the freedom that we have in our lives from trusting God and having faith in God and not something else. And... One verse that I've always loved and I really love is Romans 12, verse 2. Um, In this verse, it basically says, you know, I don't want to butcher it and say it wrong. Pretty sure it's, do not conform to the pattern of this world, um, but be 
transformed by the renewing of your mind. Pretty sure that's right. Um, I love that verse because it just reminds me day in and day out that we do not have to be fixated on what our broken world is and that we don't have to live our lives according to it. One thing that I've always struggled with since I was probably, I want to say 16 years old is my body image. And you'll see this posted all over social media. You'll hear a million people say it, but everybody's body is different. And I've had to come to terms with that a lot recently in this past year, especially being in quarantine and all my classes were online this semester and I basically was at home 24-7. And my relationship with food has never been super healthy and just my body image, my self-image has not gone great, especially being on social media a lot and just seeing what the world expects of us. And recently, I have really changed my mind to be like, there's something so beautiful about realizing that even though our bodies are so different, we think of that in a negative connotation and being like, well, our bodies are all so different, so we're not going to fit in this one single mold. Like, it's so hard to fit in this one single mold. But I have to think of it as my body is so unique that literally no one else on this planet has my body. Like, how cool is that? No one else gets to look like me. And I remind myself of that daily. Like, all the things that I used to hate about myself and really just wanted to change, I have to remind myself, like, no one else gets to have my face or my body. So I should just own it and love it and continue in that confidence because the Lord, again, made me this way. So I should get to use that, you know, to my benefit and just be confident in myself. It's still hard and I'm not perfect at it. Um, but I just remember when I was in middle school and elementary school, like fourth grade to eighth grade, um, I was bullied a lot. Um, I just, my family, I feel like everybody, everybody goes through a chubby phase. My family, like everyone does. Um, and my body has never changed. It's literally always been the same. My eating habits have been the same and I never even thought anything wrong of it. There's nothing wrong of it. I've always been like, I was always a cute little kid and I didn't think anything of it. I was super happy with myself. Um, and I got bullied a lot for my weight and I got bullied a lot for my face. So I definitely grew into my face. Um, if you go on my Instagram, you'll see this one picture that I posted of when I was like 12 years old. And I promise you, people constantly say, Caroline, you a hundred percent got a nose job. I promise you I didn't. I just grew into my face. Um, but I was bullied a lot for my weight, my chin, and my nose. Um, if you know me in person, if you see me in person, my chin is, like, very prominent and, like, sticks out. And I used to absolutely hate my chin. Like, I hated it. I did everything I could to, like, hide it um, and in pictures and, like, edit it. And But I've come to terms with, like, I love my chin now and it's very unique. And I haven't met a lot of people that have my chin. Um, so that's just something that I've learned to love about myself this year. And even though, like... The world basically says there's those things on TikTok. Um, I'm sure you've seen them where it's like if you line up your finger this way, like you have the perfect face. If your nose moves like this, if your lo- if your face fits up with this, like you have the perfect face. Like those things are trends on TikTok constantly. Um, but aside all that, I just came to terms with like I'm just unique, and every single one of us are unique. And me and um, my best friend and roommate Meredith even talked about this before like we compare ourselves to each other a lot and we literally are so similar like people think that we're sisters but we still compare ourselves to each other consistently and constantly um and then I have to think of like we're built so different so uniquely like we could eat the exact same do the exact same things but our bodies will respond differently so that's just another example of no matter what you do like you just gotta work on yourself love yourself I'm not saying you know give up and not be healthy because I of course 
want to continue to be healthy. Um, but still loving myself through the process and loving myself regardless of what I see in the mirror and knowing that I'm still built for the kingdom either way. Um, so going outside that, so just talked about not having to live for the world. Another thing that I've learned throughout that not living for the world is I was stuck. I, okay. So I love fashion. If you're my friend, you know that I love fashion. I love clothes. Um, little plug. If you love clothes, I highly recommend the fashion pass. It has has saved my life. If you want some money off, DM me because I have a coupon code and it's amazing. This isn't, duh, this isn't sponsored. I'm not, whatever, but I love the fashion pass. Anyways, so I used to also like anything that I would wear, I would just like constrict what I could wear to what everyone else was wearing and like what I knew that guys would like and things like that. And I've just seen myself, um, oddly enough, I didn't even notice this until recently that my sense of style has changed to become more conservative than it used to be. And like, I'm not saying that that's a problem or like you need to be conservative as a Christian or anything like that, but I've just seen my fashion sense change. Like the more that I have looked to the word and loved myself and not looked to the world as much, like I have slowly become more myself through fashion through like my heart just like who I am as a person I've seen that come out in fashion a lot because like I just love clothes and now my fashion is more unique and not that doesn't look like everybody else which that's fine if you love fast fashion and you love um everyone else is wearing that's perfectly fine but I'm just saying I didn't notice it until recently I looked back at what I wore like a year ago and I'm like that was just, you know, is what everyone was wearing. And now I look at myself, I'm like, wow, like I, I'm still like in style because I love fashion, but it looks more like Caroline and it looks more like what I actually do love and I do want to wear. So that's just another example of what it looks like when I've started to trust the Lord more and look more towards of, um, the word and godly things instead of focusing on the world and what they say. Um, Another thing that I want to talk about is I don't think as Christians, we don't remind ourselves enough about what it actually means to be a Christian and what our life on earth means. That's something I, it kind of shook me this year and I had to come to terms with is that my life on earth is meant to grow the kingdom, but this is not my forever home. This is not where I'm meant to be. And as Christians, you know, we know this and we're told this. Um, not enough, honestly, but like we are told this and we know that there's heaven and we know that we're supposed to, well, what I was taught is we're supposed to be good so we can go to heaven. But for me, I had to learn that my life here is on earth is such a short amount of time compared to eternity that God gives us. If you're not a Christian, um, basically the gospel, the whole reason why we have Jesus and we have a savior is so that he could pay for our sins and that so that we have the opportunity to spend eternity with God. And that's, you know, the point in our faith, you know, that's honestly the goal is to get to spend eternity with God and get to use our lives in a way that is glorifying to the Lord and grows the kingdom. That was something I felt very convicted of this year because I realized I was like, you know, I have this blog that I'm doing and I love God and I go to church and I do these things but you know I really just want to graduate and I want to make money and I want a boyfriend that's all I really want that's all I cared about and this past summer I had two jobs I was taking 18 credit hours and 
I wasn't really talking to any boys. I was just focusing on myself because I want to graduate and I want to make money. And that's what I wanted. Um, And I kind of had to talk to myself like, Caroline, I don't know what you think you're going to get out of this. I don't know what you think you're going to get out of graduating early if it's going to make you feel better or um, if you think having more money or being more successful is just going to make you feel better, but I don't know what that's going to do for the kingdom. And that kind of shook me. And I was like, ugh. I was like, you're right. And then I got in this study called the How to Follow Jesus study, and it's a great book. Um, the book is literally called How to Follow Jesus. Great book. I highly recommend it. Whether you've been in your faith for a long time or a short time, I highly recommend it. Great book. And it just reminded me of what my life is supposed to represent and what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be living on mission for the Lord, no matter what you're doing, whether you're working a nine to five job, whether you're in school, whether you're a mom, whether you're a daughter, whether you're a son, if you're whatever you're doing with your life, you can use it to glorify the Lord and grow the kingdom. And I simply didn't think that I could do that if I didn't work at a church. I thought, you know, I'm just a student. There's no way that I can grow the kingdom just being a student. And that's not true. God has given me the gift of knowing the word and knowing him and being a Christian and having faith. He has given me the free will to choose that and to spread the gospel in any way that I can. That's another thing that I've talked to a lot of people who aren't Christians is a matter of free will. Um, God loved us so much that he gave us free will so that we could choose to love him. He's not going to force us to love him because that's not the kind of God that he is. Um, that's another thing I realized this year is that was another gift that God gave us. Free will is a gift. It may make things a little bit harder, but it's our choice if we want to love God. Anyway, so I was talking about, um, just living our lives in accordance to God. That doesn't mean that you have to just like drop everything and be a missionary. You can grow the kingdom no matter where you are in your life. I saw this video the other day that literally made me cry because this guy was saying, why are you taking God as a joke? Like, why aren't you taking God seriously? And I was like, oh no. I was like, this is really going to get me. This is really going to make me cry because it's true. I wasn't taking God seriously and I really needed to. And I needed to realize like my life here is so short, no matter what I'm doing. if I'm just spending time with my family. If I just have school that day, if I'm working, if I'm with friends You know, I can be so intentional with my words, my time in the Bible, and that in and of itself, you know, sparks the flame that helps grow the kingdom. So the freedom that we have day in and day out as Christians is having every single opportunity, everything that you do is a new opportunity to grow the kingdom. And having that realization and coming to terms with that, like, just makes me excited every single day like to get up and do things because you never know where the opportunity is going to come from I just went to Starbucks because I felt like it and I wanted to get out of the house and um they were a little backed up so I was just talking to the barista um at the window and he was super nice um he gave me an extra drink just because I don't he was just so kind and we we're just having a conversation he was like how are your holidays been I'm like good good how yours been he goes well Um, I don't know. He's like, I'm not, you know, it's Christmas. He goes, I'm Jewish. Like, there's not much for me to do. I was like, oh, well, it's so, so great to spend time with family. And he was like, yeah, he's like, I guess. And he was like, you're just like very excited. Like, what are you excited for? I was like, it's just, you know, Christmas time. I get to spend time with my family. I'm just excited. Like, it's a good day. I get to come get Starbucks. You know, it's a happy day. Um, and I, I I think I said something like, I remember I said, God bless me with another day. So, you know, I'm here. I'm excited. And he was like, I honestly really needed to hear that. He goes, I should be happy that I 
get to work and I get to be here, but you know, I'm kind of just, um, he's like, I'm not having a good day. Like I'm set out to be at work and I could be at home doing nothing, but like, I should be thankful that I can work or something like that. Um, and just having that one conversation with him, like I had the chance to express my joy that the Lord gives me. Um, and that just hits our next point that I want to talk about is just joy. A lot of people that I've talked to who either grew up in the church, um, have been Christians their whole life or aren't Christians, they get really confused. Like when I talk about things, one thing that has been happening to me for years is people will randomly, you know, message me. Most of the time it's people who don't have my phone number. It's either on Instagram or Snapchat. Um, and they message me and they're like, Hey, like, I know you're a Christian. So I have a question about this. I want to know this. Like, I want to understand why you are positive and why you have this much joy and why you can see things this way. And I didn't realize, I mean, as I said earlier, I used to be super negative about everything. Um, it wasn't until recently that I've learned to revel in the joy that God has given us and be thankful for everything. Um, but that's another thing that I have seen myself grow in this past year. It's just the gift of joy that God gives us every single day. Being joyful about the smallest things. Um, not even for myself, but for others too, which is really cool. Like I, I've never really experienced this much joy than I have in the past year, regardless of COVID and all these things going on. I have found myself, the more that I get into the word, the more that I grow my relationship with the Lord, my joy every day just grows in the teeny tiniest little things. Um, I think my friends and family think I'm crazy sometimes because I get excited about little things, um, and like little coincidences and stuff like that just line up and I genuinely think that everything is just coordinated and handpicked by God. Um, I will say that, you know, day in and day out, that everything is intentional and everything is, you know, planned by God. Um, but for an example, one thing that brought me a lot of joy and that I thought was so cool, and I just, like, thank God for it, was um, my boyfriend's in medical school, and he was playing golf, you know, by himself, one day, um, after he finished his block, which is super exciting. He got all A's. I'm very proud. Um, and he's playing golf and he met up with this other guy who's playing golf by himself too. And it turns out that they both worked at the same camp growing up in this camp that he worked at is super important. His family, his whole family works there. And just having that one connection together and getting to talk about that. And then they got to play with each other the rest of the time. And when he told me that, that literally gave me so much joy because in my heart, I was like, I wish he had someone to play with today. I wish I could be there for him and just celebrate him, you know, being done with this block of school and getting all A's and God placed that other guy like on that golf course that day, you know, to bring that joy to him and just bring him a little bit of companionship and love and connection. And I still think about that, you know, this is a couple of weeks ago, but I still think about it. And I'm like, that's just like so cool that God can do things like that and it blows my mind and I'm sure he didn't think that much of it but I thought it was amazing and I was just so thankful for things like that to happen kind of what I touched on earlier about us having every opportunity that we can to spread the spread God's word and to grow the kingdom I've just found a lot of purpose in my life recently the more I get to know God and the deeper relationship that I get with him because like I mentioned earlier, I was like, I simply don't see how my life would have purpose for the kingdom if I wasn't just a missionary, if I wasn't just doing things. And I also didn't think that I was equipped to grow the kingdom. That was something that I've always struggled with for a very long time. 
I looked at all my flaws and I was like, oh, I was like, I'm, I don't know. I just don't think I'm equipped for the kingdom. I'm not super confident. I'm not equipped. I don't know enough of the gospel. I don't know enough of the word. Like I don't have the ability. I'm not a good speaker. I'm just not strong enough to grow the kingdom and do that on my own, which is not true. And the more that I prayed about it and the more that I was like, hey, God, I would love for you to show me what it would look like for me to have purpose in the kingdom. Just show me what that looks like. I don't know what that looks like. Like, what can I do? And I got to a spot where I was just stuck. I didn't have a job. I was just doing school. I was just literally waking up, doing school, reading my Bible, going to the gym. And that was about it. That's what my days consisted of. And then I kept this idea of interning at the church I was going to just kept coming up, kept coming up. And I was like, "Mm, maybe I'll think about it. And I wanted to get involved. Um, and I was already doing, you know, youth stuff. And finally, I was like, okay, I might as well just apply. So I applied for this internship at my church. And I ended up getting the internship. And I was, like, super surprised and super excited. And I was like, okay, well, this is amazing. And these people have a lot of confidence in me. And they see that I have a purpose in the kingdom. And they just kept reminding me and telling me, like, we see you doing this. Like, this is something you're equipped for. You know, we'd love to have you here. And I've never heard that in my life. And it just reminded me and showed me that I trusted God. I trusted his guidance. I trusted where he was leading me. And it led me to this amazing internship. And regardless of COVID, I still get to do great things at this church. And God just showed me, like, you do have a purpose. Trust me. Like, you are more than equipped. And here you go. We're going to do this. And you're going to dive right in. And he was like, there's no turning back now. Like, you're doing it. And it really snaps me back to reality of the fact that, like, I'm the only person that said that I wasn't equipped for the kingdom. The only person telling me that was myself. God wasn't telling me that. My friends and family weren't telling me that. No one at the church was telling me that. Everyone was honestly saying the opposite. And it's super important to know that 99% of the time, the things that we don't think that we're capable of doing or we don't have confidence in is because we're telling ourselves that and I have to remind myself daily I do have a purpose I'm here for a reason and having God and having faith in God automatically gives you a purpose every single day and that is a gift that it's hard to come by I don't think there's a lot of things I mean obviously I'm not a mother and I don't have like you know a serious job like I'm not a doctor or anything like that but automatically when you have the Lord in your life and you have faith in him that gives you a purpose and I just love that and I'm so thankful for that and a lot of people a lot of my friends that aren't Christians I talk to about them you know I don't understand why you have faith in God I'm like well honestly it gives me a purpose to wake up every day and do something because it can be for the kingdom this podcast like is one of the things that I wake up every day and like I have a purpose I have this podcast And this is something that even if it reaches one person, I say this all the time. If it reaches one person, amazing. If it reaches 200, fabulous. I will get the same feeling either way. If just my mom listens to this and gets something from it, that's God. And that gives me a purpose right then and there in growing the kingdom. The last thing I want to touch on is just this idea of love and how my mindset of love has shifted and changed because I know God and I know God's love and how different that is from worldly love. Um, Growing up in social media, I remember when Instagram was first a thing and Snapchat was first a thing. 
one thing that has always been so hard for me was seeing other people's relationships and how perfect they were and all the things that all these other girls' boyfriends were doing for them. And either I didn't have a boyfriend or when I did, they just, they didn't do those things. And I never truly felt loved because I didn't have a boyfriend who did all the amazing extravagant things. I didn't have a bunch of followers or likes on Instagram. No one really, everyone left my Snapchats on open. Like I never really got a text back, you know, I wasn't picked for certain teams. I wasn't picked for certain jobs. And that made me feel unloved and that I wasn't worthy. And when you grow up in the church, you're told constantly, you know, God loves you. Like he literally sent his son to die for you. And Jesus, you know, was fully man and fully God. Like he died for you. And it's still to this day, I have to remind myself like how to grasp it and be like, he chose to go through that excruciating crucifixion for me and I'm like yeah there's billions of people but like I guess I'm included in that but no I have to remind myself like he genuinely loved me individually like Caroline Sherman like he chosen said I'm going to die for you so you have the opportunity to live an eternal life with God and I have to remind myself daily and as a Christian it is so easy to grow up in your faith and knowing all these things like you know them like we hear all the time and we know it but not comprehending it and accepting it and knowing it as true is really hard and I read Corinthians a lot you know we all know love is patient love is kind I worked a wedding this past weekend where they read all those verses at the wedding and it just reminded me like again I need to remember that in myself with others I know that that's how God loves me too. You know, I think we read the Bible and we assume that God is kind of speaking at us um, and not with us. Like, it's not really conversation. It's more like, you need to do this, this, this. Because I know when I read the Bible, that's what it was like for me. I just felt like God was talking at me and not having a conversation with me and telling me like, hey, you know, you're patient, you're kind, I'm patient, I'm kind, you know, we can do these things together, let's work on this together, instead I was hearing in my mind, you need to be patient, you need to be kind, you need to do these things, you need to find someone who's this way, when instead, God is trying to encourage us and be like, hey, a love that is eternal and everlasting has these things, so keep that in mind, and position your heart to be those things so that you can love someone else well, um, And I never really understood that. I never really understood patience until this past year. Honestly, I always thought I was a very patient person. Turns out I am not, like, by any means. Um, I seriously used to tell people, I was like, oh, I'm just such a patient person. Oh, my word, y'all, I am not. Like, when it comes to certain things or certain people, I have a very short fuse. And I have to practice and remind myself to be patient and to be loving and to be kind. Because it's so easy not to. Especially when there are people that you love and you spend day in and day out with. Like my parents, my boyfriend, my friends, my roommate. Like I love all of them so much and so deeply. But it's so easy to just be so quick and short and not kind, not loving, not patient. And the more I've gotten to know God and his character and I sit back and I realize how patient he's been with me. I'm like, okay, well, I can do that too. I need to have the grace and do that too, no matter what that means. Um, I'll kind of end here because this is something that has really changed my heart recently. I have the amazing opportunity to get to work with youth at my church. Wednesday nights, going to hang out with, you know, 
middle schoolers and high schoolers. And this one girl I spent a lot of time with, she's 12. She comes from a really hard home life. But she, every single week, teaches me something. And one thing I wish I could do in my life, if I could do anything, I would go back and talk to my 12-year-old self who had serious anxiety and had no idea what life was like and just tell her to trust God more. And I was talking about something in my life, you know, this 12-year-old girl, and she looks at me dead in the face and be like, okay, well, what would God say about that? And I was like, oh, my gosh. First of all, so wise. But I was like, you are nine years younger than me, and you just started your relationship with the Lord, and you're reminding me, you know, what would God say about that? Which is so true. Like, most of the time, God would be like, hey, that's on me. That's something for me to worry about. You don't worry about that. And that's another gift that God has given us is the ability to just feel free, have freedom, grace, patience, and peace, and not have to worry about it. There's so many things in this world that distract us, and we are so easy to get distracted. Our attention spans, especially social media, have shortened so much. I am one of those people, my attention span is non-existent. Like, I have zero attention span, and it's a problem. Um, but I just have to sit back and be like, okay, you know what? God's got it. You know, I don't, I don't need to focus on the world right now. This is not an issue that I need to get angry about. I watch people, and I mean, I'm one of these people too. I just, watching people get angry about things of this world, whether it's politics, reality, TV, social media, whatever it is, having the Lord in our lives gives us the opportunity and the grace and the opportunity to be free of all those things. That's kind of just like a full circle taking me all the way back. But... I just want to remind y'all that no matter what year it is, no matter what things we're going through, like if you have gone your heart, you have the amazing opportunity to be free of those hard things, no matter what you're going through. Um, I know I definitely just dumped out a lot and there's a lot to think about, but definitely sit back and pray and just be thankful. Like it's Christmas, it's New Year's, just be thankful for what God has given us in this past year and no matter what trials we have gone through, like this has been a huge year of growth. I feel like for a lot of people and going into 2021, it's going to be another great year for growth. We're going to overcome a lot of things. We're going to learn a lot of things. Um, and for me personally, I'm just going to pray for a lot of, um, opportunities for me to be more thankful and just sit in the moment with the Lord and just open up my heart and just listen to him a lot better. I've been following, um, God's guidance more a lot lately instead of making my own decisions. I'm a huge planner. Ask any of my friends. Like, I'm a, I'm an itinerary for, like, a girl's trip because of who I am as a person. I'm a huge planner, and a lot of what I've had to let go of recently is just letting the Lord guide me and trust his path for me. Um, so that's definitely something I'm going to be working on in 2021. I'm graduating in May, and I don't know what's going to happen. So there's a lot of stress surrounding that, but... I have a lot of freedom and knowing that I don't need to stress too much. Still going to plan a little bit, but knowing that in the end, you know, God's has a, has a hand in my life and he is guiding me. Um, again, just a little reminder. I think Romans is, Romans can be hard to read sometimes, but it's still super encouraging. Um, the reason why I wanted to do this episode is because I read Romans 623, um, which is for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life. And that just reminded me again, like our lives are a gift to be able to grow the kingdom and our gift at the end of the day, when we know the Lord and grow with God and grow his kingdom is we get to spend the rest of our lives with God. And that was thanks to Jesus. 
Um, and again, Christian or not, Jesus was born on Christmas. That's what Christmas is about. Um, it's the birth of Jesus and us having a savior. Definitely had to remind myself that this month because I can't stop buying Christmas presents. I'm so sorry for all my friends that I overwhelmed because I gave you too many things. I need to work on that too. But just being thankful and aware of what this season really is. And again, going forward in 2021, we are going to do great things. We're going to grow in our faith. We're going to trust the Lord. And it's going to be awesome. I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you had the best Christmas, sweet time with friends and family. And I'm so excited for 2021. Have a great New Year's. Be safe. And our next series is coming up very soon. I'm so excited. I'm going to have a couple of great friends in the next series. And I think it's, it's going to be great. I'm super excited, as always. My phone cut me off, but again, love you guys. You are awesome. Talk to you so soon. And as always, I'm Caroline. Grace, oh grace, every time.